You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. You just tuned in to Changing Lives, and we are, as usual, changing lives with the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited about the Word that I'm going to share with you today because I know it's going to encourage you. It's going to lift you up and help you to keep moving forward. Amen. And so basically what I'm going to share today is about strengthening your inner man. So vital to do that. And so I'm going to start out with my base scripture, and then I'm going to explain a little bit about what it means to strengthen your inner man, okay? So in uh, Ephesians, the third chapter, the 16th verse, it says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner Man. And so as we look at that word strengthen, it means it it is the ability to be or do what God has commanded us to do. It's the strength that comes from God and from the Holy Spirit to live a holy life, to um to to live a fruitful life. Amen. And so um and a lot of times when we think of strength, we think we think of brute strength, the type of strength that you get when you build those muscles, you know. Um, another strength that I think about is that strength within that we have within ourselves that we muster up ourselves with um, which involves our own will, our own intellect, um, our own strength, but not strength that comes through the Holy Spirit strengthening our inner man, which is our spirit man, okay? And so, um, which is our our, our heart and our, and our soul part of us. Um, and so, um, and so it's, it's, it's not that uh, brute strength. It's, it's that indwelling that comes from um, daily living and doing the things that God calls us to do um, in his word. Another thing that I think about um, when you when when you say the word or you think of the word strength, you think of authority or power, um, or that power sometimes is related to that authoritative power, and it's not that type of power, okay? Um, because I look at situations like in my own life, and you could probably look at it in in your life where if it was authoritative power, because as Christians we get that when we are um, when we when we become born again, when we become Christians. Um, we get that authority because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. He gives us power. He says, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So in that, he's talking about authoritative power, okay? And so we have the right, you know, to um, to claim territory in certain areas um, that we have authority over. And so, so, but when we talk about strengthening in our inner man is not really talking about the authoritative power or the brute power, but power that comes through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And so when you think about, you know, um, when you, when you want to live a holy life, um, it's not really authoritative power that you use to, um, to gain authority over sin. Okay. It's that inner 
inward strengthening that you get from the inside of you, okay, to be able to live that holy life. All right. It, you know, when you want to abstain from doing certain things, okay, it's that that authoritative power is not going to keep you from doing that. But that inner strength that you get from the Holy Spirit is going to cause you to be able to withstand um, temptation, um, withstand um, things that will cause you to, to, um, to pull away from what pleases God. Another thing you think about, you know, the Word of God says, be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. Okay. And so how, how is it that we can, we can cast out devils, we can cast out demons, but still we have this issue with anxiety or being anxious, you know? Um, so that casting out devils, that's authoritative power, but then that anxiousness is what rises up within us, okay? That if we had that inner strength, then it, we we would keep it from rising up within us. And so, um, so when we are, when we need strength, um, to keep from being anxious for nothing, as the word of God says, be anxious for nothing. Okay. It's that all that we get from the Holy ghost, which is that in which strength. Okay. Um, and so, um, you know, so you look at the fruit of the spirit. I mean, I mean, I think of examples of, 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 ministers of the gospel who can flow and operate in the gifts of the spirit, which is awesome, which is dynamic. But then there is a flaw where there is the lack of the fruit of the spirit, you know, love, patience, kindness, you know, um, uh, there is a defect in character, holy living, you know? So if, if, um, if it was authoritative power, then then it, they could take authority over, you know, those things that would cause them to pull away from, you know, that holy living, that righteous living, that 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 f- the, f- the the living that uh, exemplifies the fruit of the spirit. Okay, um, that builds character. All right, and so so I'm just trying to give you the the difference between and so. Um, Understanding that just because you're Christian, you got authority, doesn't mean that you necessarily are going to be able to to weather the storm because of the authority that you've given. Yes, that helps you, gives you that cutting edge, but you're able to weather those tribulations, those trials that come your way, okay, um, because of the strength that you have in the inner man. And that inner man relates to the heart, relates to um, uh, the soulish part of you that, um, that, 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 that is strengthened by the Holy Ghost. Okay. And so, um, so let's, let's look at the scripture, the scriptures around Ephesians 3, 16, um, because it is kind of sets the stage for what does strengthening the inner man mean? Okay. So if we go up in Ephesians, the third chapter, and one of my scriptures that I stand on, (laughs) hallelujah, is actually starting from the 12th verse. And it says, in him, we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. And I love that because it shows that, that, you know, no matter what we go through, we have what we need in Christ. Okay. I can do all things 
uh, through Christ or in Christ. I had self-sufficiency in Christ, okay? And so this is where it's coming from, that the boldness that we need. And where, well, how do you get that boldness? You get that boldness because you know that you got what you need, okay? Um, and so, and and because you have that access, and the access, you know, you you're able to go boldly to the throne of grace. That's that access that we have in Jesus Christ. The access that we have with the Holy Ghost. The access that we have with the Father. That anything that we need, because the Word of God says He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Hallelujah! So that's that access that we have to get whatever we need. So we don't lack anything. Now we could have access all day long, but if you don't partake of it, okay, then it's as if you didn't really have it. So he lets us know you have access, you know, it's like you have, you know, like I can have someone to come to my house as a guest, right? And I can tell them, come on in, you know, but you don't really have access to everything in my house unless I give you access. Unless I say, you know, anything in the refrigerator, you just help yourself. You know, you do watch whatever you want to watch on TV. My house is your home. Do whatever you want to do. Except I give them that permission, then they can be in the house, but not necessarily have access. Okay. And so, so, but we have access. We're in the house. We're in the household of faith. Glory to God. But we have access. That means God is letting us know everything that I have in my house, you have privy to. My house is your house. My home is your home. And so that's what he's given us. So, you know, when you have access, then the boldness and the confidence comes. Okay. So then you're able to, yeah, to go bowling into that refrigerator and grab what you need in that holy, uh, that spiritual refrigerator. You, you can recline on the couch and you can look at TV if you want to. You can go meditate on, you know, on the deck or do whatever you want to do. Because you have that confidence to know, okay, I can feel comfortable now. I can flow in this because I've been given access. And if somebody questions, you know, what am I doing? You know, I can boldly say, I, you know, I have the right, I have, I have, I've been given authority to do whatever I need to do. And so we have access, glory to God. We have boldness and we have confidence by faith in him. Okay. The 13th verse says, wherefore I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. And so certainly we know we've been going through a lot of tribulation. And so, but how do we faint not? Is that we tap into the access that we have, okay? So Paul goes on to say, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might, by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So Paul is praying for the body of Christ that we be strengthened in our inner man, glory to God, strengthen uh, in, in the inner man from the Holy Ghost. And this is what happens when we're able to do that. Then, in our, then we're able to be rooted and grounded in love. Then we're able to be uh, uh, built up, glory to God. And we're able to 
partake of the fullness of what God has for us in spite of what's going on all around us. Glory to God. You know, I think about, you know, um, you know, strength. You know, a lot of times, you know, I think many of us are, we're, we're on, you know, um, some type of, um, nutritional plan. We would like to pray that everyone is, but we know that that's not necessarily the case, (laughs) you know, and I know from my own struggle, you know, to, uh, uh, you know, that I desire, um, to, to live a healthy life. And so I work at eating healthy and, and doing those things that I need to do. Um, but whenever I try to do it within my own strength, guess what? I fall. I fall flat on my face. Okay. And so even though, you know, cause you know, when you're dealing with nutrition and things like that, you're, you're, you're taking stuff on the natural realm, uh, to put in a natural body. And so, and so we're dealing with natural things, but it's a spiritual thing that we should take care of our bodies so that God can use us for his glory so that we can be fit and so that we can be whole and not lacking anything, you know? And so that's all good and fine. But, you know, when when you're not strengthened in your inner man, then your flesh is going to dominate and do what it wants to do, you know? And so even though you know that salad is a lot better choice than maybe you know that 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 loaded fried chicken and the 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 mashed potatoes that got all this extra stuff in it and all of those things you know and so when 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 your inner man is not strengthened then your inner man that has to take take a back seat to uh to your flesh you know and so and so so it's crucial that we're constantly on our guard to strengthen the inner man. I mean, you think about, uh, I, I mentioned about being anxious for nothing. You know, uh, when your inner man is not strengthened, then when worry presents itself, when the enemy tells you, you know, oh, this is not going to work out. You're not going to have enough, or this is going to come upon you. That's going to happen. You know, what is it? Wh- you know, when he gets you so stuck on what's going to happen, you become anxious. That's that, that fleshly part of you, that soulish part of you that's, that's, that's rising up because the inner man has not been strengthened. Okay. Um, I talk a lot about how important it is to have a strong mind, you know, um, and you're not really able to have a strong mind if you're not strengthened in that inner man, that the heart of who you are, the core of who you are has to be rooted and built up as it says in the word of God, grounded. Okay. And then it, 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 you know, and, and Colossians, it talks about being rooted and built up. Okay, and so these are things that we have to make sure on a daily basis that we're doing whatever we need to do to stay rooted and built up as far as with our inner man. We can't let it go lagging. You know, sometimes we may be lax, you know, in the natural realm. Sometimes maybe you're just chilling at the house and you just have your sweats on and all that. But listen, with your inner man, you can't take a break. You may be laxing and chilling. You know, this is your day off, but you can't take a day off when it pertains to the inner man. Okay. And, you know, it's and and sometimes when we talk like that, Sometimes people get offended because they're thinking, oh, you're just trying to be holier than thou. No, no, no. The the word of God tells us that we're not um, 
that we're aliens, okay? And and that's a strong word, but we're strangers. That's another strong word. In other words, this earth is not our home. Really, you know, this even this body that we're living in is really not our home. We we're, we're just we're just taking up residence as a temporary uh state, okay? But heaven is our home. So in heaven, what what's 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 happening all day long in heaven the focus is on the inner the inner being being the strongest part of who we are okay there there's no flesh you know the the, the soulish part and all that and so we know okay we live in this world so yeah you got to live in the flesh you got you got to you know deal with your mind and all that but because we are christians because we are heaven bound uh, because heaven is our home our spirit man ought to be the dominant man, okay? And so so that's what we have to really focus in on, that our spirit man is the dominant man, okay? And that is one of the prayers that I pray because I know that we're in that war, that war that Paul talked about. And we'll, we'll go to that in a little bit, but there's a war that we're in that, 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 that the flesh is always contending with the spirit. And um, so when you wake up in the morning, you know, if, if your flesh is telling you, let's sleep a little bit longer, you know, I don't need to get up or I don't want to give up, get up. That's that flesh trying to tell you what you're going to do and how you're going to govern your day. You know, when, when you eat more than what you should, that's your flesh telling you, I, I want all I can get, you know, and even when, when, when your flesh is full, it still wants more because it wants to be satisfied. You know, um, when you want to have your own way, when you know, okay, you know, you need to, to die to 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 certain things but you want to have your way that's that flesh dominating so my prayer for myself is that i that that or my really my confession is that my spirit man is the dominant man you know so i speak that a lot so when i'm when i'm feeling tempted in certain areas when i'm feeling you know whether it be dealing with the fruit of the spirit, love, patience, kindness, those types of things, you know, or whether it be dealing with food or whether it be dealing with, you know, um, uh, just doing whatever that my flesh wants to do. And I know, okay, it's probably better that I do what the spirit wants me to do. And when the spirit quickens me, then that's when I'm reminded my spirit man is the dominant man. And I speak forth that my spirit man will be the dominant man. Flesh, you're not going to tell me what to do. Flesh, you're not going to lead me. Flesh, you're not going to tell me how to feel. You're not going to tell me, you know, uh, whether to be happy, whether to be sad. Flesh, you're not going to tell me whether to be up or whether to be down. Flesh, you're not going to tell me what to do. But my spirit man is going to be the dominant man to tell me what to do. Okay. And so, you know, so in Romans, the seventh chapter, as we go to that, uh, this is Paul and he's talking about that contention that we have with, uh, the flesh. Okay. And so, um, so in the, uh, Romans, the seventh chapter, the 21st verse, it says, so I find this law at work. You see, he's saying, this is what I'm finding that, that that's going on. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me and good meaning the word of God. The word of God is good. Good meaning, you know, letting the, the spirit man be the dominant man. And so in the 27, 22nd verse, it says, for in my inner being, I delight in God's law. That means that spirit man, the spirit man is like, I love his word. I delight in his word. But then it goes on to say, but I see another law 
at work in me, waging against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. So there are all kinds of laws. So there's law, the law of the word, which is where we should be centered on. And then there's a law of your mind, you know, that what you think on, you know, what you meditate on, you shall have whatever you think. As a man thinketh in his heart or in his mind, so is he, okay? And so there's a law of the mind and there's a law of sin and the law of sin and death, you know, it's connected to the law of, of death, you know, that, that if, that if you, if you sin, then death is going to come your way. If you sin, then there's going to be trouble and it just reaps more. And so, so Paul is talking about this, 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 this contention that he has within that all of us, we know can identify with that. 24th verse says, what a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. And so, so what he's showing is, you know, the, that, that, you know, um, that the end result is this that we have to become a slave to God's law. What is God's law? His word, glory to God. So how do we become strengthened in the inner man? The word. The word is one of the key ways that we become strengthened in the inner man. I mean, you think about if any, if you want to you know, we got all kinds of master classes that go on, you know, um, master classes, you know, from different movie stars and artists and different people that are, you know, in different professions, master class for chef, master class for, you know, for singing, master class for all these different things, you know. And so God has a master class. <laughs> And his masterclass has pertains to the word. So our masterclass, first of all, that we should be so much more and tuned into is mastering the word of God, taking a masterclass in the word. Well, you say, well, co-pastor, I mean, I go to church every Sunday, you know, I mean, isn't that enough masterclass? You know, no. Why? You want to know why? Because in this masterclass, this masterclass shows us what to do every single day of our lives. And so when you take that class, hallelujah, the masterclass of the word, it shows you how to deal with, you know, temptation, how to deal with sin, how to deal with trouble, how to deal with, you know, which direction to go and which direction not to go, um, how to uh, build ourselves up, how to keep ourselves centered. That's the masterclass that we need to have. So basically, this is what Paul is telling us in Romans, the seventh chapter about this masterclass <laughs> that we have to learn to master. And so he says again, so then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law. Now check this out. He said, in his mind, he is a slave to God's law, which means what? That in his mind, it is constantly that he is hooked on to God's law. He is governed by God's law, that God's law, God's word tells him what to do in his mind. Glory to God. But he says, in, our, in my sinful nature, that means that nature, that fleshly part of you that wants to do what it wants to do, that sinful nature, then it's that is a slave to the law of sin. So the word of God and Job 23, 12, this is Job. Job had gone through all his hardship, 
his distress, losing everything, losing, losing, uh, uh, you know, his family, losing uh, his house, losing his friends, losing everything. And he said, neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips. So he's talking about all these different things that, you know, even though he, he, he you know, he's come up against all these different things that he has not uh, given up on the word of God. If we go up to the 11th verse, it says, my foot have held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. He said, neither have I gone back from the commandments of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. So so even Job in all his distress and all these things, you know, I mean, his wife told him to curse God and die, okay? His wife had given up, okay? But even in all that Job went through, Job's like, no, uh, you know, I'm still, my, my foot is still firm on God's word. My foot is still firm on receiving what I need from the word of God, his word, his precepts, his laws, uh, his statues, amen? And so, um, and so, so it, it's his word. The word of God says his word is forever settled in heaven. Glory to God. The word also says that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Glory to God. His word, the interest of it, guess what it does? It brings light and it brings illumination. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God for his word. His word in Hebrews Four talks about how it is quick and it's powerful. Glory to God! You 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 need to deal with a certain situation. His word is and is it's 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 related to the sword, a sword that's able to cut things. It's able to to uh, discern and it's able to divide asunder from between bone and marrow. That means between the the spirit, the soul, and the body. It's able to separate it and help you sort it all out so that you can know how to focus and what to focus on. So that strengthening of the inner man is so vital. Another part of strengthening the inner man, of course, the word of God, needing the word of God, that means getting into the word of God and and no, not reading it. You can't just read it for a newspaper because sometimes, or or reading it as a to-do list, you've got to, to get into the word of God and study the word of God and meditate on the word of God. And, 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 you know, when, you know, we've learned, learned early on in my Christian life about meditating. You know, I've always heard that many of you may have heard this analogy about the, the analogy of a cow. When a cow chews on uh, its food, it, it begins to chew and, 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 and it doesn't just chew and digest it. It chews it and then it brings it back up and chews it again to break it down to the point where it can be of nutritional value in its body. And it's the same with the word of God. So you can't just, you know, so even so when you come to church and you hear your man of God, your woman of God preaching the word of God, you know, you think you you got it all, but not necessarily so. What do you do? You take that word. You write down the scriptures. You take those scriptures. During the week, you go back and you go to those scriptures and you begin to meditate and you begin to say, God, what is it that you're telling me? What is it that you're showing me? Uh, how does this word relate to me? I hear what you said uh, uh, in the message, but what is it that I have to do to make an adjustment to line up with the word of God. That's something that in this master class of the word that we are taught that we need to do every single day, that the word of God not depart from out of our mouths. Come on then, Joshua. 
And Joshua, the first chapter said, this book of the law shall not depart from out of my mouth. Okay, because in it, I shall meditate on it day and night. When you talk about day and night, when you put day and night together, that means all day. Every day. Amen. So the word is vital. Okay. And so it's not something that you can, you know, the Sundays, you know, messages, that's not good enough. Taking it and dissecting it and meditating it and not just putting it, putting your Bible on a desk when you walk in from after church and leaving it there and not going back. So this should be your handbook. Hallelujah. This is your way. This is your life. This is your bread. This is your water. The word of God. That is what's going to strengthen you. And that's how we're able to produce the fruit. Kindness, meekness, joy, long suffering. That's how we're able to live holy lives. Hallelujah. That's how we're able to have those pure thoughts, those thoughts that are that are undergirded with the word of God. That's how we're able to ward off anxiety. Glory to God. That's how we're able to abstain. That's how we're able to go past just our willpower because our willpower will fall short. But when we have that strengthening that comes from the Holy Ghost that strengthens that inner man, and because we've been strengthened in the inner man, hallelujah, when the pressure comes, what comes out of us? The word of God. What comes out of us? Positivity. What comes out of us? Uh, Goodness. What comes out of us? A faith in God's word trusting in God, trusting in him with our whole heart. Amen. And so, 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 so we strengthen ourselves through the word of God, but this, we have to take it a step further. As I was meditating earlier today, um, about, um, dying daily, you know, there's, uh, there's a cross that we have to pick up, that we have to pick up the cross, uh, of Jesus Christ and 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 follow him. And what does that inquire? That requires us dying to our flesh, dying to our will, dying to our emotions, dying to what we want to do and us having our own way. And so when you die daily, then you're able to allow the word of God that came forth on Sunday or Wednesday to 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 take place and take preeminence in our lives so that we can walk it out okay because as long as your flesh is doing what it's it wants it wants what it wants to do when your flesh is 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 alive and 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 just buck wild wants to just you know wants to please me satisfy me do what I want to do then the word of god is going to take a back seat okay so the word and then dying to yourself and then um the spirit, you need the spirit of God. In Jude 1, 20, the Holy Spirit, uh, it says, but you, dear friends, carefully build yourselves up in this most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit, staying at the center of God's love, keeping your arms open and outstretched. And that's from the message version of Jude. But it's talking about uh, building up your self in your most holy faith. And King James, it says, praying in the Holy Ghost. So we need the Holy Spirit because he is our agent here in the earth today. He is the one that gives us that cutting edge. He is the one that, 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 that leads us and guides us in directions. He is the one that has the assignment to strengthen our inner man. Hallelujah. How many times we say the phrase, help me, Holy Ghost. 
I'm telling you, there's power in that when when your mind and your spirit and 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 all of that lines up with what that really means, what that really entails. We should be speaking out, help me, Holy Ghost, <laughs> all throughout the day. Amen. Because what happens when when we do that, he actually comes to strengthen us. Hallelujah. He dispenses, hallelujah, the power that we need over our will, over our intellect, over our emotions, over the, all the things that bombard us. And so, so my prayer for you uh, is that just like Paul prayed, that you be strengthened in your inner man. As you're strengthened in your inner man, your mind will be strong because you're keeping it stayed on him. Amen. So strengthen in your inner man um, so that you'll be able to live holy, that you'll be able to have a joyful life, even during these holiday, this holiday season, this Christmas season, even during this season of, of you know, of quarantine and pandemic. You know, it's just a season. Seasons come and seasons go. Amen. And so you're still able to be joyful, that you're able to be anxiety free, that you're able to, as you're strengthening your inner man, to live a prosperous life. You know, and and, and John, first uh, John, it talks about that, that you um, prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So you can't be in good health <laughs> and you can't prosper until your soul prospers. And when your soul is prospering, it's when you are strengthened in your inner man. Amen. So to live prosperous, uh, to be loving, to be lovable, to be fruit bearing. Amen. And to produce those things that God has called us to produce. So in Jesus name, be strengthened in your inner man. So get in the word. Die to yourself, hallelujah, and pray in the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.